My name is Sean Thomas. I'm the author of Be More Today, a 40-day guide to a better version of you. As doctor of physical therapy, I've seen thousands of people do great things. They came to me with ailments, physical ailments, pain, issues, and they got through them, all because they decided in their mind they were going to do it. So I wrote a book about it. Your thoughts can make you great or they can make you crumble. Those thoughts actually control everything in your life. I have three things I want you to do. Starts. Things I want you to start doing in your life that you said you wanted to do at some point in time. You said them. Stops. Things I want you to stop doing in your life, which I know you also want to stop. And three goals for your lives. And I take you through a 40-day guide to make sure you take those thoughts for those three things into reality. Now, I put some workouts in there too. Workouts to keep you always on the move because you got to keep moving. you got to stay focused. So, 40 days. Thoughts, workouts, you. And all I want you to do is trust the process and just be persistent. Visit BeMoreTodayBook.com. That's right, BeMoreTodayBook.com. And I guarantee you, if you just trust the process and be persistent, you too can be the best version of you. What's going on, folks? Your boy again, Dr. Sean Thomas. Be more today. Project 40, day number nine. Congratulations. You are still on the journey. Today's chapter is entitled 24. And the quotation is by Audre Lorde. She says, I have come to believe that caring for myself is not self-indulgent. Caring for myself is an act of survival. 24. We all have 24 hours in a day. That's all we get. That's all anyone gets to be productive or not productive, right? To cram in all you want to do in one day. That includes work, school, eating, sleeping, exercise, some kind of recreational downtime, hopefully, or just downtime in general. And then, of course, doing the whole thing all over again for the next day. Now, I, I, I pride myself on being somewhat productive and effective and efficient in what I do. Um, everything that I do in terms of my life runs on a clock. I don't set my alarm clock. I mean, I do just in case anything goes wrong, but I wake up pretty much every single day at four o'clock. That includes the weekends. And I go to bed pretty much every day around nine o'clock. So I do get my hours of sleep in if you count the numbers, right? But I am just on clockwork. I'm on this crazy schedule where I get up, I'll work out in the morning, I'll get dressed, I'll go to work. And of course, when I'm at work, I see patients so that my patients come in at certain times and those are scheduled times throughout the day and I have a scheduled time with each patient. So my day is pretty much on this crazy schedule from getting my hour long workout in to going to my job and doing my eight hours, uh, work, walking out and going to get my daughter or get my daughter first to school in the morning and then going to work to do the same thing. It's basically a regimented schedule that is all based on time. And as a physical therapist, as a father, um, for me, the thing that I find the hardest is not so much being productive, it's about finding time to relax. Um, I've recognized as I've written this book and I've done so many other things in my life that I, even on vacation, find myself finding something to do. If you ask my wife, she'll tell you, yeah, even on vacation, you'll find some kind of thing to do, some kind of book to write, some kind of workout to do, some kind of email to write. And it's something that I've been working on because we got to find time for ourselves to relax and to find ways to make ourselves more comfortable and to give ourselves more self-care. Now, whether it's an early morning meditation or devotional moment, 
We got to find something that we do to make sure that we can be productive and successful to give our bodies a chance to recover, recuperate, and relax. One of the best ways to decrease your productivity is to neglect your body and to not do the things that your body needs to refresh. I've learned that the hard way. I've fallen asleep behind the wheel before. I've found myself uh, falling asleep while literally while typing notes at night. Um, and the, the, the more you think you can just burn the candle from both ends, the more you recognize that during your day, you're not productive. You're not really being as efficient as you want to be. And that's when you start to make mistakes. And as we enter this pre-contemplation phase, let's be mindful of how you feel during this phase. The reason I actually write down your steps of greatness or your S2Gs earlier during this journey um, was basically not to stress you out, but to remind you of your dreams and of your aspirations, to take your current state of mind and body to the next level. Now, this is going to bring up lots of emotions, lots of feelings, lots of things that you're going to have to face. But it's important to pay attention to those thoughts as they dictate your success, right? Your starts, your stops, your goals. These are the things that you said you wanted to do. Whether physical goals, mental goals, emotional, spiritual, what have you. The things that you want to get done. And this phase of pre-contemplation, the, the stage is actually described as a stage where you are simply thinking about making a change in your activity. It's not really the first thought on your mind and you're not really ready to accept it. So I don't want you walking through this phase thinking, that, oh man, well, if, I don't, if I'm not really thinking about this thing, then what's the point? No, 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 no. All your starts, your stops, your goals, the thing we're trying to get done, the same way I do PT with my patients, pre-contemplation is basically the, the, the concept that, look, I know that this is something I want to do. I'm not really sure how I feel about it. I don't really have a plan for that thing. I'm just getting my thoughts on paper so I can know at least where I'm going and where I'm at. And I want you to take some time today, go back to your S2Gs or your steps to greatness, right? And look over them, right? And if you have my book, my book has a, a, a chart where basically you can take your starts, your stops, your goals, and give me a positive thought and a negative thought about these things. Because you're going to have feelings about both, right? For instance, my handwriting is atrocious. Uh, if you ask anybody I work with, they say I have a doctor's handwriting, whatever. It's bad, right? And I want to work on that. And I've said I want to work on that for years on years on end, right? I'm going to work on my handwriting. And I start off in January being all professional and slow and working on it. And then as things get busy, I slowly just revolt or revert back to my default. Um, the positive thought is that, yes, it's a great thing for me to do. Better for my profession, better for my patients, better for my staff, better for my daughter. I'm trying to mimic, you know, and, and, and show her good handwriting skills and whatever else. It's good for all those things. The negative thought is that I will fall off, right? Because I've done this in the past. My stop, right? I want to stop using the word, um, it's something that I don't really use a lot of, but I want to just stop using it completely. Why? Makes me a better person. Makes me a better speaker, right? Better for my podcast, better for my presentation with my patients, etc. Again, negative thought is that I can't maintain it, right? It's, it's something that's going to have to be ingrained in my system so I continue to do it, but can I really do it? And then one of my goals this year is to run Chicago in 345, right? I know I've done sub four before, but I really want to get in that 345 range. Uh, the positive thought is that it's going to be exciting, right? Great for my morale. Great to know that I'm reaching for a goal and I get that goal. And the negative thought is, will I have the time to train for it? Will I have the time to put in the work that is going to be necessary to be able to run that time at that day, you know, that time of the year, no matter what's going on in my life around that time, 
will I be able to do that? You know, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, all these different things. So I want you to look at your steps to greatness, right? Your, your goals, your starts, your stops, your goals for this year. And do the same thing. If you have the book, put it in the book on page 41. If you don't have the book, it's all good. Just take out a piece of paper. Write down your goals for this year. Three things you want to start doing, stop doing, and three goals that you have for this year. And write down a positive thought for one and a negative thought for one. And we're going to come back to this again because it's going to be this whole phase, pre-contemplation, is going to be a mindful exercise for us just to figure out where we're at. And a lot of people get really uh, stressed out. They get very, very boggled down by the thought of even trying to do any of these things, right? Let alone starting three things, one thing, right? So I don't want you to get stressed out. This is not supposed to be a stressful activity. It's just simply to be an activity where you say, you know what? These are thoughts that I have. And they're just thoughts right now. But I know that at some point in time, I want these thoughts to be bigger. I want these thoughts to be something that will change my life. And like Audrey Lord said, I have come to believe that caring for myself is not self-indulgent. Caring for myself is an act of survival. These things may actually save your life. They may save your life in the long run. Maybe it's a physical change you want to make that you've been talking about for years on years on end. And you recognize the doctor saying, look, I have this thing going on. You're pre-diabetic, you're overweight, you're obese, your BMI is too high, your blood sugar is too high, your cholesterol is too high, all these different things, right? Or you feel the aches and pains in your body and you say, you know what, there has to be a change. Or you just don't like how you look anymore. Let's just keep it real, right? Sometimes we just want to do it so we look better, so we feel better, so we, our clothes fit better. That builds confidence, that builds self-awareness. And the one thing I see in patients every single day is that when people feel better, everything in their life is better. When they have pain, when they have issues, when they don't like how their body is functioning or how it looks, it brings everything else down. And I want us to not just survive, I want us to thrive. I want us to thrive, I want you to thrive. Because again, you are the project. Project 40 is about you, it's about me, going out there and putting in the best effort that we can to better ourselves for this year. So, again, I challenge you, write down your starts, your stops, your goals for this year, positive thought, negative thought for each of them, and we will continue our pre-contemplation phase as we go to chapter 10 tomorrow, entitled The Thought. As always, thank you so much for joining us. Continue to follow us on our Be More Today platforms. Be More Today is on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Uh, and just continue to go out there and share these podcasts. They're short and sweet because I know that life is busy. You get busy, but we all need a little push every single day to keep being the best version of ourselves. So share the podcast, share these up with everybody. And if you are on Facebook and want to join our group, we have a Facebook group. That's also something you can join. All right. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.
Ophidium sees the day Can't live tomorrow, be more today No distractions, put down the phone Be efficient, get in the zone Might be tough, pay the price Get it done, the fortnight You only have 24 Don't waste a second, let's use it all